Hello, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the No Meat Athlete podcast. I am Matt Frazier, and I'm here today with Ben Manoulis. Uh Ben, you may know Ben, he blogs at Vegan Gym Rat, and uh, he recently started working with me and Susan at No Meat Athlete. And uh, Ben's going to be heading up this podcast with me. And you, if you've been reading No Meat Athlete, you probably know Ben because a couple weeks ago he posted a pretty popular post, um, the one about 30 bananas a day. So, Ben, how are things going, and are you still doing this this 30 bananas a day thing? Uh, doing well. I am doing 30 bananas a day, um, but with some other stuff included. So I'm about 90% on that diet, but um, still doing uh, stuff like rice and beans and cooked vegetables here and there, but pretty much doing it as the vast majority of, of my food. But it's, it's, it's hard to give up some of the tastier things out there. Right, right. But still getting boxes and boxes of bananas at the grocery store, right? About two a week, yeah. Yeah, two boxes. Yeah. Nice. And is it that's a? Are you doing like the no oil thing with with no uh, no added oils at all? Uh, I try to, but uh, like I'll still have, you know, stir fried vegetables with rice or something, and there'll be oil there. So I try to avoid it, but uh, you know, you can't do it 100. Yeah. percent I mean, you can, but I'm opting not to, I guess. No, you can't. Really. <laughs> so anyway, um, Ben, we were talking about doing this podcast for a while, or actually I've been thinking about it for a while, and uh, have been delaying it just because I didn't quite know how it would work. I didn't know how the content on No Meat Athlete would really translate uh, into into an audio format, because a lot of it is kind of uh, how-to, you know, diet advice, fitness advice, and I just didn't know how that would go. But uh, we were talking about it, and I asked you, and you had a really good, I thought, vision for for how it goes so for why don't, why don't you tell everybody about um what we're aiming for here so what we're really looking for is just periodic inspiration and whether we do this podcast weekly monthly twice a month whatever we just wanted to be a place for our readers and listeners that they can kind of uh stop by and get some inspiration because you know a lot of the outside world you know vegans and vegetarians are a single percentage point of people so you see constantly see mcdonald's and ads for video games and things to keep you on the couch and it's always good to have a source of motivation to get you out there to run and get you uh in your kitchen eating healthy yeah exactly i like that because i you know i was thinking so much about how to and, and it had to be information um and then i really like that idea about and having uh, lots of other guests on here, like people who, who we might not for, – for whatever reason, it's just kind of hard to fit interviews into the, the blog format. Um, but but this will provide a really nice forum for that, I think. And, uh, you know, we'll try to get an interview most of the time, I think. So with uh, – you know, we'll talk about some, some guests later on that we have in mind. But uh, if, if there's ever not, you know, it's going to be me and Ben or, uh, or one of us. So it's always going to be some sort of vegan athlete talking about something. Um, ideally two or more of us and uh yeah it should be good and then it's going to be something that you can take anywhere you go so you can listen to it on your long run because i know a lot of people with running podcasts particularly like to like to uh they, they're even designed to be listened to during a long run they're like entertainment and uh maybe this won't be that but but it's nice that you can take it on a run or you can take it in your car so uh since this is just kind of an introductory episode and we don't have any guests because we didn't want to have any kind of train wreck with with somebody famous on the line uh we're just gonna you know talk a little bit about kind of what we're up to uh assuming that maybe you'll be a little little bit interested in that so ben what's new with you what are you doing with with fitness and, and food and stuff like that 
Well, uh, I'm actually uh, training for a half marathon and actually using the uh, the roadmap, which I bought uh, back in July when it launched before we started working together. Um, so I always forget that, that you actually bought that. I, 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 I don't know. I keep thinking that, that I must have sent it to you like as soon as you joined on and said, here, train, train for this so you can give me some feedback on it. But that's right. You, you independently bought that. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, at the time when it came out, I was training for a footbag tournament. And so I was pretty much doing that full time. But I thought, oh, I got to grab this now, you know, because um, it came with, I think, some extras at launch time. And um, and then, yeah, started on it. I'm on week eight or nine, I think. I just did a 10 mile run yesterday, which is my longest I've ever done. And nice. uh, yeah, it worked out well. Just um, wants to learn how to run at the right speed. Just go and dates. Dates are great for uh, long runs. And you're doing one of the rock and roll races, right? That's right. It's the San Antonio rock and roll half. Okay. And and I think you said like you were doing that with uh, some sort of like a vegan cause or, or fundraising team or something? Yes. We're actually, um, me and four of my friends who are all doing the full marathon, uh, I'm doing the half, we're raising money for a animal shelter called Sunny Day Farms. And it's actually kind of a funny story because uh, years ago when I first met my wife, she was telling me that uh, one day she wanted to have a farm where instead of raising animals for food, it was just a place where they could go and not get eaten one day and <laughs> had to tell her, hey, that idea you had years ago, someone's doing it. <laughs> yeah. I think a couple people might actually be doing that one. Yeah. But still, great idea. Um, yeah, those rock and roll races, they're, they're fun. Those are, have been my favorite ones, even more than like trail races and, and the more subdued races that I've gotten into. The, the rock and roll marathons and halves are still, uh, I don't know, there's just something about the excitement that, that is hard to replicate elsewhere. So you'll have fun with that, I think. Okay, I don't actually know what it means to be a rock and roll race. I just know that it's run by a competitor. <laughs> yeah, it, well, when I did them, they, they weren't run by a competitor yet. But uh, they, I think they had like a band at every single mile. And that was kind of cool because I, I started to get used to that and think that's how every marathon was. And then I, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I found out one day during a marathon that, that that wasn't how they always were, which wasn't so much fun. And they also have post-race concerts at them, which uh, I actually have a funny story about that because we, my first one was the uh, San Diego marathon and it was like, a, it was a disastrous first marathon, but uh, we all got back to our room by like 1230 or something. Uh, cause marathon took us close to five hours and then we were like, okay, well we'll get up in, in a three hours and, and go to this, I don't know, Sugar Ray concert or whatever it was. And we slept the entire day through the entire night, all three of us, because we were just dead tired from being completely unprepared for a marathon. <laughs> so I have yet to make it to a, a rock and roll marathon post-race concert, but maybe one day I will. So, uh, let's see what else, what's new with me is that I'm doing, uh, I started a parkour workouts yesterday. There's this guy named Javier who, uh, Robert Cheek, who have, who's a friend of the No Meat Athlete website. Um, he introduced me to him at at the DC Veg Fest, and uh, it turns out this guy Javier teaches parkour, which is um, which is kind of like free running. People might have seen it in like videos uh, on YouTube where it's people like jumping off of walls and stuff and rolling and you know jumping off eight foot, clearing eight foot gaps and all kinds of crazy stuff. And uh, it's I don't know it, it's not as uh, not as showy as what free running is. It's more about efficiency and like the most efficient way to get from one point to another. So it's just something new. And 
you know, a little bit higher intensity workouts than, than slow running was, was doing for me, like ultra running. So, uh, I, I'm excited about it. It's fun. And it has made me actually want to start, uh, regular running again, which I've been taking a little break from. Yeah. I saw that episode of the office where they were parkour. Yeah, that was fun. I think that was actually the first that I had ever heard of parkour was from that. So good show though. Um, so anyway, we talked about food a little bit. You said you're still doing the fruitarian diet, or I guess it's not strictly fruitarian, right? It's just 30 bananas a day. Um, it's yeah, 90% fruitarian we'll say. And then the rest, you know, vegan, um, with some restrictions just because I, certain things like a lot of the common allergen foods like, uh, soy and wheat just don't sit well with me. So I've been trying to phase those out. Oh, they actually, you actually, like, they don't sit well with you. You, you notice a, a difference when you eat those things? Oh, I had tofu a couple of weeks ago for the first time in over a month. And um, it, it was like I had a tofu hangover the next day is all the way I can describe <laughs> it. Um, That's funny. I remember you said that after like your 30 day of uh, 30 bananas a day, you you had stir fry for the first time. And it, and it felt like someone punched you in the stomach, which I got a good laugh out of. Yeah, it's it's a funny thing because there's so much anti-soy rhetoric out there, especially from like, you know, the meat industry or, you know, all these people say, oh, these dangers of soy. So I almost feel sort of like a turncoat when I tell people I'm I'm vegan, but I don't eat soy. Uh, it's like <laughs> right. they, they, they just assume I'm one of the bad guys. So I, I try not to mention it too much. Right, right. Yeah, I've, I've found uh, a lot of people are really shocked to, to find out that because I don't eat too much soy either. Um, and not because I have any reaction to it, but I just sort of treat it like any other food where I'll eat it like maybe once a month or something. And uh, people at these at these events that I've been going to, they are just shocked. They just assume that that's what you eat. They're like, so so what do you eat? Is it mostly like tofu and stuff? And I'm, I just tell them, no, I, I hardly ever have that. And they just can't believe it. People think that's uh, that's just standard vegan fare, I guess. Well, it was for me for a long time, and I think uh, my body – sort of had a revolt in the past year on it. I don't know. Right. Right. So what have you been eating lately? Any good recipes or Um yeah, actually I've been doing also a pretty low wheat uh maybe even no wheat and uh very little soy because I've been doing the uh the Thrive Foods diet. I guess it's not not really a diet per se, but it's a bunch of recipes and I've been eating almost exclusively those those recipes from that's Brendan Brazier's Thrive book or Thrive Foods, that uh, I wrote a post about a couple weeks back. And uh, it's been really good. It's uh, it's a lot different from the original Thrive because it's it's much more approachable to, to a family. And it's just the focus is less on, like, ideal food for athletes and more on kind of a workable diet that, that pretty much anyone could could adopt. And I think that's great because I think that's going to do a lot more to, to spread the message. I mean, because you do feel great when you eat this way, and, and I think – It'll reach more people being a being a more approachable thing than than Thrive was. That's cool. Yeah, man. And uh, so let's see. We also wanted to talk about today a little bit about like what we've been kind of reading or seeing online or anything, because this is kind of a good opportunity for us. Where maybe not in every blog post is there a good opportunity to link to like a YouTube video that we saw that that's unrelated to the topic. But in this kind of thing, it's easy to mention things that we're that we're doing and hopefully introduce them to other people and uh, we can always throw some links at the at the bottom of this so that whatever we refer to here you can you can go check out for yourself so uh what's anything new like that for you like any videos or anything that you've been into 
one really good one that just came out this week. Uh, Mike Arnstein, who's the fruitarian, who um, mentioned in my guest post and the other guest post about him, but he's a he's a fruitarian ultra runner. And he calls himself the fruitarian. He just put out a string of about four new videos uh, for the first time in a while, and uh, one of them is a actually a long lecture that he gave on ultra running, which was uh, okay. really cool. Yeah, and for those who don't know, um, Mike, he won the uh, the Vermont 100, which I think, Ben, you told me about. That's the, the 100-mile ultramarathon in Vermont, which was, I think, in the summer sometime. That's and, right. Uh, and you said he did he placed it at Leadville too, right? Yeah, apparently he got fourth at Leadville this year, which is uh, another 100-miler, and that's at like 12,000 feet of elevation in Colorado, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't I don't follow like the the elite level ultra running that closely, but I would imagine that that might be just as I mean to finish fourth at Leadville is probably as prestigious as finishing first in Vermont. I would imagine. I mean, no no disrespect to to Vermont because I ran the 50 there and loved it, and I think it's the same organizers. But you know, Leadville is just so famous now from from the Born to Run stuff. So good for him. Good for fruitarians, right? Yeah, and it's a funny thing. I mean, I'm not an ultra runner. I'm not at that level, but um, it's intriguing to to uh, watch the videos. He did a whole blog post about his whole story of Vermont 100. Um, and I've had uh, a friend who is not even he's a cyclist, and he read it and thought it was the coolest thing. So um, oh, neat! Wow. So, is it like nutrition, like stuff you could one could apply to any sport, or is it is it kind of specific to ultra running? It's specific to ultra running. Like he gets pretty, um, like he calls it like a spiritual experience. So um, uh, it's it's pretty specific to ultra running. But uh, if any kind of runner, I think would would enjoy uh, listening to it. Okay, cool. I was actually just talking to somebody today about um, ultra running and what one goes through like in the midst of a, a 50 mile race like in the in the deep parts of it where you where you really like you know you're 30 miles in and you're exhausted and you still have 20 miles to go and uh spiritual was not exactly the way that that i described it uh unless unless you mean like hellish but uh you know there that's that's why it's a cool sport i guess you gotta that if it weren't like that it wouldn't be it wouldn't be so addictive and, and so much fun Cool. So, uh, how about you? Anything new that you've been reading or heard that was interesting? Um, I've the thing I've been doing recently is is going to these uh, vegetarian festivals. We've been having um, a no meat athlete table at them, and we, we were actually a sponsor for the DC Veg Fest. And then last weekend, I went to uh, the first one. Well, not last week, two weeks ago, I guess. Went to the first annual Vegtoberfest in Baltimore, which was a much smaller event, but but still pretty cool. And it's really nice to to go out to these things and and start meeting people. And I, I've been shocked at how many people have come up and, and know about the site and, and, you know, have, have had it work for them in different ways. So that's been awesome. But, uh, it's been, you know, it's just been cool, like getting to meet different people. I met this guy who actually I had met before through Robert Cheek, um, named Jeremy. And he's a, uh, he's training, he's a vegan. I think he used to be a pro cyclist, actually. He's done a lot of work with organic athlete and he's now tr- at like the Olympic training center up in, uh, I don't know exactly where that is. I think it was like Wisconsin or, you know, some sort of Northern state. And now he's training for, to get on some sort of Olympic speed skating team. I think, uh, I don't even think it was a U.S. team, but just, you know, just all kinds of guys like this and, and women too, who are, who you don't even know are out there doing amazing things. 
on vegan diets. And uh, so it's just been really inspiring. I've kind of had a, a big dose of inspiration that uh, I just sort of felt like I'd been lacking for a little while uh, as I as I got comfortable with this. But it's been awesome. And uh, we're going to go out to to the Boston Vegetarian Food Festival. Uh, that's in, uh, I think, about two weeks, the end of October. And that's supposed to be like a massive event, 20,000 people or so over, over two days. So really looking forward to that. And uh, at one of these VegFests, I picked up a book that just, all, you know, you see all these different tables with different books and, and uh, again, tons of books you've never heard of, but that have lots of cool stuff to say. And I found one called Why We Love Dogs, Eat Pigs, and Wear Cows by Melanie Joy is her name. And it's, it's not about like sports or nutrition at all. It's entirely an ethical thing. But that, that's recently become a little bit more interested, interesting to me as I've gotten just kind of more passionate about, about veganism. So uh, it's, it was an interesting read, and I'd recommend it if anyone is interested in, in kind of a, a thought-provoking book, entirely not about nutrition or sports, but, but just about ethics. But good book. I've heard uh, that that Boston one is just huge. Yeah, it seems like it. Robert Cheek was uh, was telling because he he goes around to a lot of these things. I think he's several years has has driven around and flown around to to get to as many as he can and speaking at them and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, but he he was raving about this one and and we're gonna be it's gonna be cool. We're gonna have the his setup, um, vegan proteins, Vega, which is Brendan Brazier's company, and then No Meat Athlete, and then I think someone else too. So it's gonna be all like he, he somehow hooked it up so we're all next to each other which is going to be a great little corner i think it should be a lot of fun there uh i love uh i found vegan proteins a little while ago i love how their their motto is where do you get your protein <laughs> isn't that funny yeah that's just like the best question and i actually we don't get that much at the at these vegetarian festivals because i think everyone kind of it's like a joke to everybody even even non-athletes i think get that so much that uh that it's kind of a joke among vegetarians so but anyway, um, that kind of brings us to the next thing I wanted to talk about, and really the last thing I wanted to talk about today during this little introductory episode is uh, some of what we have lined up. And we just mentioned Robert Cheek and some of the really awesome people at these at these festivals. So uh, we just want to talk a little bit about what, what guests are, are kind of on the docket here, or at least people that we would like to get. Maybe we haven't talked to him yet. But uh, Robert Cheek is certainly one of them. He and I have been he, – he was on the site actually uh, sometime last year. And for those who don't know, Robert is uh, a vegan bodybuilder. He runs veganbodybuilding.com. He's an author of a book, Vegan Bodybuilding and Fitness. And he's one of the most inspiring vegans that you'll, that you'll run into. So he, he has a lot to, to say, and we've been trying to, to set up some sort of like another interview for a long time. So that will be a good one. And uh, the other big name I was thinking of was Scott Jurek, who – I've also talked to him before, but I've had a couple opportunities recently to do it again through some some promotions he's doing. But I didn't have quite the right format. I just didn't want to run another blog post interview where I have to type in all the text and or put up a random MP3. So should be a lot better. Um, so hope to get him on here again. And how about you, Ben? Anybody in mind? Yes, actually, we got uh, Mac Danzig lined up or almost lined up. Um, so for you guys who maybe haven't seen Forks Over Knives or haven't heard of him. He's actually a vegan mixed martial arts MMA fighter. Yeah, I'm excited about about having him on here because I, I was also one of the ones who was first introduced to him through Forks Over Knives, but it seems like he's pretty popular um, outside, like kind of on his own as a, as a mixed martial artist, besides the fact that he's vegan. So 
that should be a cool one. I'll be really interested to hear what he has to say, um, assuming we can get him. I know we've had a little bit of conversation with him about it and uh, just trying to firm things up, but that should be a good one. I hope to get Brendan Brazier again. I know I've talked to him a lot of times, but uh, just in this new podcast format, I think it'll be cool because we can kind of, I don't know, pick a really specific topic and, and zero in on that with him because we've done like the general nutrition stuff, but but maybe we can pick, who knows, maybe we'll talk about Ironman triathlons or maybe we'll talk about um, whatever. I mean, some some his new book or, or whatever. Um, and, and, you know, people like that. Yeah, and actually we are... Another thing besides uh, celebrities, if you want to call them that, we've been uh, profiling some of our readers that have interesting stories. Yeah, a lot of that, and I've been I've been kind of delinquent myself on getting things together with with a few who are, people have emailed me with just some really really great inspiring stories um, about races they've run, like they've just gone kind of like Susan did recently. She wrote about the the couch to Iron Man in in a really short period of time. People are sending me information and, and just things about their stories where actually someone just today emailed me and said uh, she had not ever run a 5K or, or just started running in January and uh, last weekend finished her first half marathon. And, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. I just really want to put that up on the site and, and get that some exposure so that people can, can be inspired and think, hey, maybe I could do that too. So, yeah, those people, some of them will maybe work into some blog posts, but they'll be excellent for for podcast guests i hope i'm sure we can find a few that that are going to work really well on here so that's kind of about all i wanted to talk about today ben you got anything else today nothing else from me okay so what we wanted um what we'd love from from anyone listening to this is if you would submit like as a comment here uh you know besides just letting us know what you thought um we'd love to know what direction you'd like this to go and if there are like specific questions you have or maybe ideas for certain segments that you want in, in a couple of these podcasts, um, even even potential interview guests that you have in mind who you'd love for us to try to get on here, really anything at all. Um, we're going to try to get this thing on iTunes and, and make it a more formalized podcast that you can actually subscribe to. I'm not sure exactly what goes into that, but uh, try to get on that pretty soon. And that's about it. And then we'll try to set the frequency, like Ben said, maybe once a week, maybe once every two weeks. Could be as, as far between them as once a month, but I think we'll do it a little more frequently than that. Um, so that's about it. We're looking forward to doing more. Thank you all very much. Thanks a lot, Ben, for uh, for doing this with me. Thank you. All right, and we will talk to you all later.